Hey everyone, Spencer Jones here with another episode of the Jones in 4 show. First of all, thank you so much for watching this or listening to this. However you're taking in this Jones and Four show, maybe you're running, maybe you're just enjoying some dinner, whatever it is, thank you so much for tuning in. I truly appreciate you and your support of everything we do. My goal with the show is to help you live your life to the max, right? Chase your passions to the max. And I want to help you do that in every single way possible. So in today's episode, we're going to help you maximize your time. As a matter of fact, I'm going to share five different ways you can maximize your time. So here, so if that sounds awesome to you, awesome. Keep listening. If it doesn't, you know, that's cool. No problem. You could just uh, skip to the next episode or, or catch up on old episodes, whatever works for you. But I think this episode is really going to be amazing for you because I know it, it's changed my life. It's helped my life and I know it will help yours as well. Okay, so let's get into this, right? The five ways to maximize your time. Well, guess what? We all have the same amount of time. No matter who you are or where you are in the world, you have 24 hours. That's it. We only have 24 hours in each day. And, you know, as adults, we should be getting somewhere between more than six. I like seven and a half, like seven and a half to nine hours of sleep each night, right? If I get my seven and a half to eight hours of sleep, man, I feel great. I feel refreshed. I'm ready to go. Well, there's almost a third of the day, right? Gone, just sleeping, which is good. We need to sleep because it helps rejuvenate our body, gets our minds refreshed, and we're able to take on the day. Sleep is super, super important. It's one of my priorities that I need to have in my life. So sleep is one. We also have work for, you know, taking up some more time. And we have family time and our passions and balancing all this out. Well, and this kind of fits into the first way to maximize your time. And that is to schedule it. Yeah, schedule your time. Now, okay, you're probably thinking... Oh, Spencer, I don't want to schedule my time. I don't want to live on a schedule. I just want to live free and not worry about it. But let's be honest. If you want to maximize your time, you need to schedule it. Heck, you've been living on a schedule your entire life. Be honest with yourself. You've been on a schedule since you were a baby. And then in school, and then outside of school with work. And sure, you had free time, but this is where we get into this issue of, oh man, I don't have enough time in the day to do this. Ah, but you do. You just have to maximize it. And so by creating a schedule, you can lay out your entire day and devote the time that you can and need to certain tasks or certain priorities that you have to whatever time frame and give it the attention that it needs, right? So you're seeing it on a calendar because if you don't schedule it, you get a lot of this, what I call dead time. You get a lot of this open time where you're just wasting time. You're just, you know, just not doing anything, right? Nothing productive, nothing helping you get closer to your goals, not helping you achieve the things you want to achieve, right? Living your, your life to the max. It's just this waste of time. So if by scheduling your day, you can make sure that you're focused when you need to stay focused, right? And you have time, I should say, you have time at least blocked out to focus on the things that you deemed are priorities to you, right? So scheduling your time. Now, if you want help with that, I'd love to help you. I'm here as a coach to help you, but I even have something on my website to help you out. Just go to my website, Spencer M. Jones, and look for the work balance 
work-life passion balance worksheet that I have on there. It's um, You'll see a little banner ad on the website and on many of the pages. You can go right there. Um, if you want, you can go to spencermjones.com, look for the Jones and Four Show, scroll on that page. It is on there. And you just click on that and you'll enter your email address and you will be sent uh, and given the the worksheet, uh, the workbook, as it were, it's like nine pages uh, of helping you figure out what your priorities are and making it into a schedule. I know this will change your life because, as I said, it has changed my life, and I believe it will help you change yours as well. Okay, so scheduling your time, scheduling your day is huge. So you can block out chunks of time in your day to go after the priorities, the tasks that you need to do. Now, another thing you can do, so your second way to maximize your time is called habit stacking. Yeah, so where you take habits and you stack them up on top of each other. Now, I'm not talking about multitasking, because we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. Not multitasking, not doing multiple things at one time. Habit stacking is when you do one, and then it's linked to the next one, and it's linked to the next one. Right, so you're, you're stacking them on top of each other. A perfect example of this is when I do my daily Jaggers, right? Which if you haven't read uh, the uh, Chase Your Passions book, right? And in there I talk about my Jaggers, which is journaling, affirmations, your gratitudes, your exercise, and the reflection, right? I stack four of those five things all in the morning. So here's what I do, right? So this is a perfect example of habit stacking. So I wake up in the morning, brush my teeth, get ready. Then I come downstairs where I am right now to my workout area. And then I do my workout. Awesome. So I get my workout in first thing. Then I journal. And I do, uh, after I journal, I do my daily gratitudes. And I look back and, and so I look to see what I'm grateful for. I do my affirmations right after that. And I go through my priorities of practice journal. Right? It's all in the Chase Your Passions book, um, which you can get on Amazon if you want. little plug there. But um, I do the Priorities of Practice journal right then and there. There's four things I do right away in the morning. Right, I exercise, I do my gratitudes, I do my affirmations, and I journal all right in the morning after I wake up. So I'm stacking them. I do one, then the next, then the next, then the next. Find ways that you can stack your habits on top of each other. So it's just, you know, it's like a Rube Goldberg um, contraption, right? So when one thing happens, boom, then the next thing, then the next thing happens. They fall into each other. That just helps you, like, take these things, these multiple different things, and lump it into one. That's why I created the Priorities of Practice journal um, with, to help you stack them together, to have it stack them together. So that's the second way to maximize your time. Find your habits instead of doing one here and one there and one over there, and they're all kind of spread throughout the day. Stack them together because then you're more focused. You're able to, you know, spend that energy and mental energy, thought energy in it and on it at one time, as opposed to coming back to it throughout the day and taking that time to get back in that mindset, right? You're already there. Let's push through. Let's do this right away. And plus, for me, the Jaggers are a great way to start the day uh, so I'm able to go. The R, by the way, is reflection, and I do that at the end of the day. I tie that in well, with brushing my teeth at the end of the day. I stack it with that. So the first way to maximize your time, scheduling your day, right? And again, I have that worksheet on my uh, website. Just you head there, get it. And then the second way is habit stacking. Now, the third way to maximize your time is to focus 
on a single task. Yeah, let me repeat that. Focus on a single task. Don't multitask, right? For years and years, we're told, at least I was told, that, you know, oh, you need to multitask. Oh, get better at multitasking, right? Where you can do all these things at one time. And maybe you know someone. I know I know people, especially um, when I was younger, like my mom. Oh, my gosh, she could multitask, right? Katie, oh, my gosh, how does my wife, how, how does she multitask, right? And these people can multitask. Multitasking being doing many things at one time. Well, Believe it or not, there's science behind this. They have done research on multitasking and found out that honestly, no one, and I mean no one, can truly multitask. The way people multitask is they focus on one thing, then they shift their focus to this other thing, then they shift their focus to the next thing, and then go back and forth and back and forth. Well, what happens is your brain gets into the sequence, right? You're, you get into that mental state of focusing on this one thing and great, and you're, and you're cruising, you're, you're in the groove of it, and then all of a sudden you jump tracks to the next one. Well, it takes time to have your brain jump tracks. Sure, some people are faster than others, totally, right? Maybe you're faster than I am, or maybe I'm faster than you are, or whatever, it doesn't matter, right? It might be faster to jump over, but it's not immediate, and it's not like seconds. We're talking minutes where it takes your brain, your mind to get back on track with your new thing that you're doing, right? So skip it. Skip the multitasking crap. Forget it. Instead, focus on one task at a time. Devote your time to that single task and complete it because when it's done, it's gone. You don't have to worry about it anymore, right? That single task is done. Then you could take a short break if you need or shift your mindset to the next task and go after that. And that's honestly one of the reasons I love, love do making my, a schedule in my day because guess what? I know what I need to focus on at that time, right? When I create my schedule, I look at, okay, well, now I'm writing my positivity emails that go out every Monday, right? So if you want to be part of that group, cool, go to my website. Man, this is all like working out to like share these things with you and I didn't mean it that way. But in any case, let's say I'm working on writing my emails, right? And I usually do about a month or so at a time. So I'm writing my emails. Well, guess what? That's on my schedule. That's what I need to do. So guess what I'm focusing on? Just writing the emails, right? And that's it. I don't focus on writing emails. Oh, and then jumping to social media and checking that or, or go write this e other emails or whatever. No, no, no. I stay focused on completing that task. Now, maybe I, I complete it, right? I finish it beginning to end, or I don't, but I focus it on the time that I scheduled to focus on it, right? So whatever is allowed in my schedule, I focus on it at that time for that length of time. But I'm focusing on that single task, right? My point is focus on the single task and not jump tracks and try these different things. Focus on that single task. The fourth task is one that I learned. It was actually, to be honest, my first personal development book that I actually listened to. It was before I got into reading, and I, so I listened to um, the books on, on personal development, and this was the first one. It was called Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. So yeah, I'll repeat that again. It was called Eat That Frog 
by Brian Tracy. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't sure about this whole personal development thing, personal development thing. And I saw the, you know, I was just looking up like, what are good personal development books and just kind of seeing what's out there. And the name caught my attention, Eat That Frog. I'm like, this sounds crazy, like ridiculous. I looked at it, I'm like, you know what? I might as well start somewhere. This one sounds interesting, different. Let's try it. So I did. And this book turned me around to personal development. When I thought it was just hogwash, it was a bunch of crap, right? That, you know, people just blowing smoke up your you know what, right? Well, I realized that's not true, that it's huge, that it does so much for you, and it's incredible, all because of this book, Eat That Frog. So why I'm sharing this with you is because this book taught me this next step, the fourth way to maximize your time. And that is go after the biggest task first, the task you don't want to do, the task that is daunting, the task that just is annoying to do, right? The big, annoying, daunting task, the one that's just the big bear in the room. Go after that frog, that task first. So you don't do the, all the piddly stuff beforehand. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this, uh, so I'll do this one. Oh, man, look at that. Oh, I don't want to deal with that big task yet. Oh, that's, just, that's a headache waiting to happen. Instead, I'm going to work over here. If you're honest with yourself, you know that you have done this. At some point in your life, in some way, shape, or form, you have done this. And I can tell you that with confidence because I have done it multiple, multiple times, I have said, yeah, I'm not ready to go after that big task. I don't want to do that. That's too much of a headache. I'm going to do this other easier task. Like, that's just going to be easier. We'll be good. I'll just do this one instead. And I keep doing that, right? I'm procrastinating, right? I'm procrastinating doing that big task, that big, ugly, headache-filled, whatever, right? I'm putting it off. I'm procrastinating. But guess what? That just leads to more anxiety, more frustration, and making that task seem bigger and worse than it potentially could be. So instead, you eat that frog, you do that task, you do that, that headache-inducing thing and realize, you know, it's probably not headache-inducing, it just takes time. So go after the one that's going to be a struggle. Get it done with first and foremost, because once it's done, once you're done with that test, guess what? It's behind you. You don't have to look at it anymore. You've already completed. It's behind you. Then you can go after the smaller tasks or maybe the ones that are more fun, more enjoyable to do. You do those. So you go after the big and annoying task first, and then you get to do the fun ones. So let's recap real quick. So the first way to maximize your day is to schedule or maximize your time is by scheduling your day, right? Second, habit stacking, right? Where you put one task after another after another. Three, you focus on a single task at a time and you don't multitask. And four, you eat that frog. Okay, so now for the fifth and final way to help you maximize your time. But I need a sip of coffee first because I'm doing a lot of talking. You're doing a lot of listening. Thank you. I appreciate y'all listening. I truly do. Hold on one more sip. If you like the show, if you like everything we're doing and I'm sharing, 
please do me a favor. I would truly be grateful to all of you if you could leave a review, write a comment, anything like that to let me know what you think about this, this show, these shows, and heck, share it out on social media, share it out with your friends, email it to them, post it on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Let me know that you're watching. Tag me in. I would love to see and, and give you a virtual high five for listening and watching to this. And, um, you know, let other people know about it because, you know, we're all looking to maximize our time. We all want to get the most out of the day. So thank you for so much for doing that. First of all, I appreciate it. Okay, so uh, step number five, that's wrong. The fifth way, let's do that. The fifth way, oh, I'm going crazy today. You can maximize your time is to make use of dead time. So what do I mean by making use of dead time? I mentioned dead time earlier, right? When I was talking about how to schedule your day. Dead time, how I you know, how I'll define dead time is the, the time that you don't have anything planned. You're just kind of wasting your day just thinking, right? Um, maybe you're just, I, I don't know, um, what's a perfect example of dead time, right? You're just, you're walking around. Yeah, heck, I got it. Perfect one. You're mowing the lawn. Ooh, another one. You're driving to work. You're commuting, right? So maybe you're mowing the lawn, um, and uh, or you're you're driving to work, right? Make use of that time. Well, you can't like physically read at that time. It's this time that you don't have anything else going on. Throw in a podcast. Heck, the Jones and Four show, right? Start listening to that if you haven't already. On uh, as you're you're mowing the lawn, or maybe you're you're exercising, or you're you're driving to work, right? Listen to a podcast, or. Or if it's at home and, and you're just finding yourself just sitting there and enjoying the day, but you want more, you want to do something more, then break out a book, read a book, watch a, watch a show on YouTube, right? Or whatever it is, right? Do some personal development. Make use of that dead time. Or it doesn't have to be personal development. You could be going after a task. That's where scheduling your t day can be huge, right? And habit stacking. You're stacking those things on top of each other. So let's say for me, when I was teaching, my first couple of years, I worked a half hour away from my house. So it was a half hour commute one way to to the school. So every day, once I got into personal development, I listened to all my books on, on Audible or audiobooks, and I listened to them back and forth. That was huge. So that was stacking that and making use of that dead time, right? So find these times in your day where you can put things into it to help you complete it. That's where creating your schedule and scheduling out your day is huge because you'll realize, oh man, I have all this dead time. Like, look at all this time. I, I could be doing this or that and the other thing. And you could schedule it then in your day. Now, there's a little slight, <coughs> excuse me, caveat to that. And that is, you know, we all need free time. We all need some time to think, some dead time in our day. And know that that is okay. Right? I'm not talking about getting rid of all the dead time in your day so you're just go, 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 go. No, we need that time. We need time to relax. We need our chill time, right? And we need that to, to let our minds wander, to rejuvenate us, to, to energize us, right? To let our minds flow, be creative. Especially for me being a creative person, a musician, and just a creative person in general, I love having some free time, some creative time, uh, just to, to think, let my mind wander. And that's huge. And you need that time in, in your day as well. So 
when I say, you know, make use of the dead time, you know, get rid of the dead time. Yes, get rid and use the dead time that that doesn't serve a purpose, right? That's just there because you didn't realize it's there. You didn't know it was there until you created your schedule and then you go, and then you went, oh my gosh, look at all this time. That's what I'm talking about, right? So use that dead time. But do schedule in your day time to chill. Heck, every day you should have some time. It could be five minutes, it could be 10 minutes, it could be a half hour or even an hour, right? Where you just think, you just kick your feet up, you know, and, and or maybe you go on the lawn if it's a nice day and you and you look up at the clouds and let your mind wander. You just think, you just enjoy life. You're not thinking about anything hard. You're just relaxing, you're chilling. You're spending time with family. Maybe you're cooking. I know for me sometimes, uh, after a particularly hard day, uh, when I was teaching, if I had a hard day teaching, that drive home, I didn't listen to personal development. I didn't listen to the radio. I used that dead time, as it were, to to let my mind wander, still focus on driving, of course, but let my mind wander and think and just go around and, and have that time. So know that you need dead time, you need that chill time, we'll call that, in your day, but make use of some of that dead time, especially the ones you don't realize is there. So the five ways you can maximize your time is by one, scheduling your day, two, habit stacking, three, Focus on a single task at a time, right? Don't multitask. Four, eat that frog. Go after that big task right off the bat. Five, make use of dead time, but also leaving some chill time for yourself. But plan that out, schedule it out. It's huge. I'll tell you uh, real quick with that dead time or chill time. For me, I love it. Now um, being full time with Jones and Four, what I've done is I have my schedules laid out, so I'm working on my task, I'm focusing on my single task, and then I take a break. I take a five to 10 minute break, and I go walk outside, I play with the dogs. I Maybe I'll check social media, maybe, right? Or I just hang out, and I just enjoy the time. And I have chill time built into my day, throughout the day, right? That's a huge help. But I wanna share one more thing with you, because you know what? Jones and Four Tribe, you are awesome, and I truly appreciate you. I wanna share a bonus tip with you, and that is watch out for the social media vampire, as I'll call it, right? What I mean by that is it, social media can suck the time away so fast, right? All of a sudden, uh, you've heard this before, maybe this happened to you, I know it's happened to me a couple times. Let's say you're on Facebook, and you're looking through things, all of a sudden you, you look up and it's all, a half hour, hour later, or maybe you're on TikTok or YouTube, and you just go watch one or two things and all of a sudden, pff, it's like three hours later and you go, pff, I don't know where my day went, right? That's a social media vampire. You need to be careful of this. I think social media is great. I'm a huge social media fan. I had an addiction to it where I was always on it and using it all the time. And I still fight with that at times, although I've gotten a lot better with that addiction um, where I've limited my time. I've scheduled out my time on social media, to be honest, and I make sure that those times when all of a sudden I could just go down this rabbit hole and three hours later, that that doesn't happen anymore. I do that by scheduling my time, by making sure uh, I stick with that. So just watch out, right? Not Social media isn't horrible. It's not the worst thing in the world. I'm not saying any of that. But just watch out because it is a time suck zone and it'll suck your day and time away from you. 
So just be careful. Just watch out for your time. Watch how, you know, how much time you're doing. Look up at the clock occasionally, right? The clock on your phone or the clock in the room and just check in. Again, scheduling that in your day is helpful. Sometimes for me, I make use of that dead time that I find throughout the day, just that travel time or a little bit of time. That's maybe when I schedule social media. So it's in short bursts, right? Five to 10 minutes here, five to 10 minutes there. And that helps me out as well. I hope that these ways, these tips, these tricks can help you maximize your time. Actually, I'm fairly confident they will because I know they have for me. And folks, I really appreciate you listening and watching this. If you would like to check out the show notes, if you're more of a reader and you want to go back and read all these things or see them, just head over to my website for the show notes. That's right, spencermjones.com. And just go to the Jones and Four show, click that, find the show, and you will see all the show notes for this, a full list of everything to help you maximize your time. Along on that page, you'll also find um, the way to find balance in life, to schedule your day and balance it out. It's there. It's free. You just have to put in your email address and then I send it to you so that you can truly live your best life and live a balanced life. Because once you're balanced, oh, it's so sweet. It's amazing. Folks, I truly appreciate you watching. Please do me a favor, uh, continue listening and watching to the show, but give it a like, a thumbs up, whatever you do there, share it out, and please leave a review. I would truly appreciate it. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in today. I really appreciate you. You are awesome. You are amazing. Have an incredible day, folks. And until next time, I will catch you all later. Hey, everyone, Spencer Jones, and I'm sorry to butt in like this, but I'll keep this really short and sweet. I want to help you live your life to the max. I want to help you chase your passions to get the most out of life. And I wrote a book to help you do that. It's my latest book. It's called Chase Your Passions. It's available on Amazon, and I know it can help you change your life and help you live your life to the max. It's basically in the book, I walk you through how to create the ultimate roadmap to success. Whatever that success looks like for you, it walks you through it. Everybody has a different roadmap because everybody's dream, everybody's goal is different. So everybody's roadmap is gonna be different. But this book helps you, guides you in creating your personal roadmap to success. So folks, don't delay. Get on Amazon and just look up Chase Your Passions. I put Spencer Jones in there too, just to be safe so it pulls up right away. Or go to my website, spencermjones.com and get your copy of it today. And heck, get the Priorities of Practice journal with it because that companion journal, mm, that makes it that much sweeter. All right, folks, thanks for listening. I told you I'd keep it short and sweet. Catch you soon.